You're listening to the Product Podcast from Product School, featuring the best product leaders from Silicon Valley and beyond. If you're an aspiring product manager looking for your first PM role or an experienced PM looking to level up your skills and advance your career, visit productschool.com to learn about our certificate courses and how we'll get you there. This episode is brought to you by ThoughtSpot, the modern analytics cloud company building a more fact-driven world with consumer-grade search and AI-driven analytics. With ThoughtSpot Everywhere, you can embed a highly interactive analytics experience into your data app and take your user adoption to the next level. Learn more and try ThoughtSpot for free today by visiting thoughtspot.com everywhere. Today, Tumblr CPO Lance Willett is here to help you shine as you step into new roles in your product career. If you want to create results from day one and start off your new role with confidence, keep listening as he shares his secrets to early success. Thank you for that introduction, and hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be sharing with you today my topic around starting well, your first 90 days. Are you someone who's starting something new right now, this week, this month, whether you're joining a new team or kicking off a new project at work? What is your favorite? Do you like to start new things and have that fresh startup mode, or do you prefer to join something existing and have continuity and a little bit more solidity? What is the reality? Because... The surprise is, and the reality is, change is inevitable. And as product leaders, we're often called in to take on change and to balance change and continuity as we take on new roles and new jobs across our career. And I believe that we can harness this and navigate this well by capturing a constant feedback loop of learning and action to balance this change and continuity. Because the best of the best build on basics to build success from day one when taking on a new role or stepping up to lead a key project. The best product leaders use this first 90 days, this time, to build trust and credibility, find and fill the gaps in their knowledge, and gain confidence that compounds long after the start. I believe that this balance, regardless of our preference, is the reality, and this will come up as a theme in today's talk. My topic and my point of view is that I think we can get started better. We can do better to activate teams, communicate the work, organize ourselves to make sure that we build success from day one in this feedback loop. Help us capture learning and turn it into visible action. Now we have an advantage, a superpower, which is that we can apply our product management skills to this very challenge. You are a product leader. You live and breathe this stuff every day. So one of the things we can do is simply apply those same tools and techniques, those same mindsets and habits to this starting point. So whether that's discovery and research, whether it's framing and writing a product brief to explain the work, whether it's prioritization and sequencing, sequencing things in the right order, or of course, planning, making a roadmap. Because we already have these tools or we're developing these tools, depending on where you are in your career, you can think of applying these same mindsets, these same habits to your first 90 days. What does success look like? Do I know where to start? What's the goal of this work? Who are the people involved in this work? How do I organize my thoughts and my tasks? How do I turn that into something that other people can understand? It's product work. And that's what I love about this is a clear overlap. So as we talk through uh, different stories and challenges today, I'd like you to keep in mind this feedback loop. I'd also like to imagine yourself starting something new. Even if you didn't say yes to the, the fact that you're starting something now, new job, new role, let's take 20 seconds right now. And I'd like you to think of something that was a new start for you in your career whether it was easy or hard, regardless, 
I'd like you to just have that in your mind because I'm going to start by telling you one of mine, how I navigated a tough change and a tough start in my first 90 days in a recent role switch using this intentional and structured approach, just like I would have framed a product issue, a roadmap, or a delivery plan. So let's pause and rewind the clock to May 2020. It's the middle of the pandemic lockdowns. Cases are spiking here in the United States where I live. So my daughter is home from school. There's three people now in the home, all trying to be on Zoom and video calls at the same time. On top of that, we had a death in the family. We're also moving house. So you can see we're packing up all our goods. We're going to move. It's in the same city. But anyone who's ever moved knows it's a lot of work, physical, emotional, a lot of change. To top that all off, we had this wildfire. It was a really bad blaze in the mountains just next to my house. I live in Tucson, Arizona, and this was the Bighorn Fire in the Santa Catalina Mountains. There's a big wilderness area here. And as you can see, it was just a few kilometers. Really, this is from out our front door. And so all amidst all this change and uncertainty and really stress and anxiety, a positive news came my way. My boss comes to me one day and says, come join Tumblr. Boom, big surprise. And from a Wednesday to a Friday, I said yes. And on the next Monday, I started the new role. So now all of a sudden I have 150 new teammates to meet, a brand new product to learn, right? Apps and web and a really well-known brand with an active user community. So what did I do? I just jumped right in, right? Where do I start? What comes first? Who do I need to meet? What do I need to do? How might I take a structured, intentional approach to this thing, but also get started quickly? And so just like making a product roadmap, I took this 90-day frame to start shaping how I was going to move ahead. What comes first? Where do I start? Again, now, next, later, just like I would make a product roadmap. And just as a side note, why I'm speaking about 90 days, you can use any number you want. It could be 100 days. You could structure it across quarters, months. This comes from a, a, just an industry phrase. And there's also a book that I recommend and by Michael Watkins called The First 90 Days. So I'm just using that typical industry term for the starting point of a new job or new role or new project. So with that in mind, let's dive right in. I want to speak about these various parts of this feedback loop for learning, listening, and action, and share some examples from my Tumblr first 90 days. As I jumped into listen mode, I really want to start mapping out the teams, the partners, started to ask questions. I became a sponge for all the information coming in. Take it all in. Start to join the rituals of the team to absorb and listen to their style and their culture. Right, start to integrate into the team. So one of the first things I did was start making lists. Right, who are the people I need to meet? What are the different roles and functions and teams that are involved here, and how do I interact with them? I started to look at the knowledge base, and I made my own glossary because I had a lot of questions. On Tumblr, there was a lot of advertising and quite a bit of content moderation as a social platform that I wasn't familiar with, and so I went into it with a lot of learning to do. So this listening phase was important to start tracking all that. Not getting the answers, but starting to track the questions. On the team side, we had this wonderful case of many people living in New York City. That's where the Tumblr office used to be before Automatic made the acquisition, about six or eight months before I joined. And so I'd have this visual up on my computer when I was having Zoom calls with my teammates to say, where do you live? And many people lived in Brooklyn. And so I'd say, oh, Prospect Heights or Dumbo or Williamsburg. Help put them on the map. Help me orient to this team. In a similar way, I started to say, who are the people I work with the most frequently? 
and we had a lot of engineering teams. And so I made this mural, this whiteboard, where I had these boxes for each team. I knew the team name, but I didn't know the people. So as I met people, I started to put their face. I would take their, their avatar, their image, and I would put it into this diagram, right? This basically like an org chart, but I was building it myself. So I would have to learn each person. In the same way, I started using spreadsheets. And in this case, it's an example of functions and leadership roles. So I could start to see what's the person's name, what's their you know, title or department, and how does that map to my understanding? Because sometimes the jargon was different. So I was able to put this into a structured format that I could reference every day or every time I was going to jump into a new conversation to know what do they do again, right? And be informed and ready for that conversation. As I shifted to the second round of conversations, I stayed open and started to reference those maps and those notes, right? And I started to develop a habit of daily review. So I'd start my day with bookmarks in my browser that had the KPI dashboards or the product tracker or the latest update from the teams just to see and orient and maybe start that day with a fresh intention of what did I need to pay attention to today? That was one of the habits I developed right away was how do I make sure that I get everything out of my head and into these mappings? So I didn't have to memorize it, but I knew how to reference it. This episode is brought to you by ThoughtSpot the modern analytics cloud company building a more fact-driven world with consumer-grade search and AI-driven analytics. Build stickier product experiences by embedding ThoughtSpot Everywhere's interactive analytics interface directly into your data app or product. No more delayed release cycles or incremental UX improvements. ThoughtSpot Everywhere's developer-friendly platform replaces static dashboards with an interactive data experience in minutes, allowing users to intuitively dig into their data and trigger actions in their favorite business apps. Learn more and try ThoughtSpot for free today by visiting thoughtspot.com slash everywhere. So these are a few examples. On the left, I have basically a functional team roster, the people I worked with the most frequently. In fact, I printed it out and I still have it by my desk in this card form because I still use this today. It helps me just structure my, my interactions, know who I'm working with, who am I running with. In the middle here is from my note tracker. I started to use buckets as labels. Rather than memorizing every detail, I would put it into the bucket, marketing or product or engineering. That way I knew where to go reference it when I got back to these conversations or when I needed to have a little bit more of a structured opinion on something, I could go back to my notes and start to craft that narrative. And this other is just a quick example of the team operating system. It's from a book called Brave New Work by The Ready, Aaron Dignan. But again, the basic idea is start to map out meetings or strategy. Or is this a conversation about bug reports, right? So really started to structure my day a little bit more. This is an example from the Tumblr team where we translate the apps and our web application into 18 languages. And I really wanted to know who, who is the team? What tools do they use? When do they ship? How do they deploy these translations? How do they localize? Again, another part of my system of just learning this product, learning this team. One technique I use, which is really basic, is I just used writing things down. I used note cards and I started to map out by department or by function, what did I have to get involved in here, right? And as you can see, it could sometimes be overwhelming. It's a lot of stuff. The next phase of this organization, I started to put it into a whiteboard. I was just using Mural here, online virtual whiteboard. I start to organize what are areas that are my oversight? What are areas of, that I need to partner with? And what are areas that I don't necessarily report to me or that I interact with directly, but I need to know about and I need to advocate for and I need to keep in mind. So I found this really useful to start to organize and, and take what I was hearing 
into something a little bit more structured and part of this feedback loop. At the same time, about a month in, I made this mood board and I wanted to show it to you just by, not for the detail of it, but for the sense of it, the feeling of it. I started to, I had this really sense of excitement, right? There's really cool things happening here, something new. I'm enjoying the ride. I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm meeting people. At the same time, it was a bit overwhelming. And I wanted to show this. I, I shared this with my executive coach. I shared this with my teammates, some of my inner circle to say, here's what I'm thinking, right? There's a lot going on. I feel a little bit overwhelmed, but at the same time, I'm confident that I can start to organize it. I'm confident that I can start to make sense of it. And so that's what this listen and learn and feedback loop is all about. As we get into the action phase, and I'm presenting these in linear form, but really they're self-referential and they do frequently uh, speak to each other. It's not necessarily in linear order. The action phase was about taking those maps and those notes and starting to save snapshots, right? Version two of that roster, version two of the product tracker, version two of the product launches that are coming. Because now I need to start figuring out how am I going to take the next steps? Do I know who to go to for support and advice? And at this stage, I started to use a consistent frame. And I wanted to share this as a technique with you. For every time I put out a report or had to make a presentation or started to talk about my work, I used this consistent labeling. And you can use any words you want. I just used people, product, and process. So that anytime I was sharing out feedback, or I was sharing out highlights or sharing out progress, I use the same frame. Now, what it does is it builds consistent accountability, right? What did I say I was going to do? It's not just in my head, right? I've now shared it. It also provides a, a chance to get progress. So I can look back on these as chapters in a book. So looking back from say 90 or 180 days, I can say, well, what happened in that first 60 day? What was I talking about? And started to see the growth, started to see change. And so I recommend uh, using a structured approach like this because it makes it much more easy to track your progress and to, for other people to understand what you're doing as well. Another technique that might sound really simple, but is very effective is making lists. I've been showing you these screenshots of notes and labels and things. It's one of the fastest ways in this first 90 days to develop self-awareness, to see what am I thinking about? What am I learning? But it's also a chance for action because you're going to ship this. You're going to share what you're learning with other people. You're going to share it with your team. Maybe even share it publicly because you're going to give a product con and a talk in the future, just like this. Or maybe you're sharing out with your local product management community right, in a meetup or something like that. I believe that this, uh, this habit of writing things down and then saving the screenshots or the, the snapshots of progress is very powerful. And it's one of the things that you can really feel as an action during this stage. So looking at this full loop, obviously there's these uh, habits and techniques that I'm mentioning, and you'll come up with your own. But I also want to talk about some of the downsides and risks that go along with it, because there is another side to this. So for the listening aspect, there's this idea of noise versus signal, right? You can get overwhelming. So I tried my best to stay aware and alert and use that idea of, of not memorizing, right? Putting things in the right place, starting the day with intention making sure I was aware of my time management, but also having those lists at hand, having those bookmarks ready so that if I felt overwhelmed in a given moment, say I was in a meeting and got caught off guard by a question, I could easily reference it and say, oh, I do know about that. Here's what I'm thinking. For the learn phase of this feedback loop, it's easy to get overwhelmed by all the information, all the data coming at you. So here I, I, I attempted to stay open and alert 
And I really started to apply my product mindset around finding gaps, finding patterns to things and synthesizing and organizing those into, again, buckets of information, labeling them, making lists, avoid using my brain to memorize things, right? And, and knowing where to look. That was one of the keys of avoiding that overwhelm or that kind of onrush of information all at once. And in the action phase, I have to be honest here. One of the things I struggled with the most was impatience. I wanted to get quicker. I wanted to have a lot more to show right away. And so the technique and mindset I took on here was this idea of true urgency, which to me means patient daily progress, not just frantic wheel spinning and just chipping anything or, or talking about anything that I could do. It's more about intention. Intention. How can I find quick wins that help build my confidence, build my credibility, but aren't just wasted work, right? Things that will compound, things that will, be, that will matter at the next phase, at a year, at two years, at three years. Because the success in those first 90 days isn't just these tips and these techniques, because you're going to come up with your own. You don't have to just copy my frame. It's also about a mindset, how we approach this balance of change and continuity, whether it's our preference or our style or not. And so one way I framed this challenge of maintaining that balance on Tumblr was this idea of flow. And I like to pause with this graphic here. This was drawn by my executive coach, Akshay Kapoor. And it builds on this idea of flow, which is a balance between being challenged and not knowing what you're doing and being bored and really being overqualified, right? Not having any more growth. So the way I approached this with the Tumblr first 90 days was to say, in the very beginning, can I even do this, right? Struggling with that self-doubt. Why did I even say yes to this thing? Is it going to get any easier? And recognizing that there's going to be this messy middle, this zone where you'll notice there are ups and downs, but I'm staying balanced. I'm not going too far into that anxious mode of being overly challenged and feeling you know, underwater and can't do this or getting toward the signal of, you know, this isn't really pushing me forward at all. I can just do this in my sleep. So I really looked for this, this middle zone, right? This neutral zone. And I also want to mention that regardless of where you are in this flow chart, you know, whether you're starting something new and you feel overwhelmed, or maybe you've been doing what you're doing for a while and you kind of feel like maybe it's not serving you anymore. Keep in mind that all of these things are signals, right? They're signals of growth. So even the pain where you feel like you're going in the wrong direction can lead to a new exit point, right? It can lead to overall growth over your career. And I love this graphic from LinkedIn that illustrates this really well. So from the outside, we have this tendency to think, wow, that other person has it really easy. Look at their career path. It's been smooth. They went from point A to point B to point C. But the reality is that's not what it is from the inside, right? It's often this messy, jagged, up and down, not exactly smooth curve. So keep that in mind with these first 90 days as well. There are going to be times where you feel like giving up. There are going to be times when you feel like maybe I wasn't the right one. But to the people that you're working with, the people on the outside, if you maintain that sense of confidence and momentum and sharing your work, they will see it as smooth, steady progress. Again, that sense of urgency. You're bringing change to the table. You're not just able to navigate change. You're even causing change, right? And making things better. So takeaway for today, if you remember one thing from my talk, I want it to be this list of three simple things. Listening and learning in, an, in a feedback loop, taking action and aiming for visible results, 
and staying positive because confidence matters. If you keep these three basic things in mind, you will build success from day one because we want to make it stick. It's not just the first 90 days. It's compounding after that. You're squeezing as much learning as possible, but then you're moving on to drive more change because product leaders, we bring everything together. We help make synthesize. We help bring things together across teams, across functions, across groups into something that we're proud to show the world, that we're proud to show our friends and family. And so by leading and being a product leader, that confidence matters. That's how you'll make it stick beyond the 90 days. If you believe in the change and you believe that you're contributing your best possible self to that outcome, that will shine through and you will help make those changes stick for the long term. I believe the best product leaders start well, they find the gaps and they fill them. And so you can start well too. You can make your first 90 days matter by staying alert and ready to listen, learn, and act. If you keep these things in mind and build upon these basics, I know that you'll find success from day one. Thanks for listening to the product podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Taking the time to write just a few sentences about what you love most about the show will help us improve it and reach even more product people around the world. And when you're done, why not reward yourself with some free product management content and resources over at productschool.com. Until next time, stay product-led.